Coming to you from the Black Swan Media Studios, this is Fireside Chats, talking to the real difference makers in the world. Now, here is your host, John Crump. Well, it is Thursday, and it is my Friday on the show, and I decided to end up end the week with a good friend of mine who has nothing to do this weekend because his class was canceled because of uh, flooding. Yay. Uh, His name is Devin Perkins. I've known Devin for a while. He is a very busy guy. He works at Black Guns Matter, does a bunch of stuff with them. He has a podcast called Trenchwork Chronicles. And he has kids to kings. So let's introduce him, Mr. Devin Perkins. What's going on? Not it. So, not much. I, I didn't say I don't have anything to do this weekend. I'm actually going to be in D.C. with Mike Dunn uh, for the whole Proud Boys uh, Alex Jones march. But but aren't they? But, but they're racist. I know that's the that's gonna be the best part about it. I'm gonna go test that, see what they're all about. But yeah, yeah, um, they're really not. I know, I know. But um, yeah, Mike. I talked to Mike today, and yeah, he said he wants to go up there, and he needed uh some backup or wanted some backup. So I was like, yeah, I got nothing to do now. I'll go. So yeah, this weekend should be pretty fun. Yeah, uh, the Million Mega March. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> should be fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's going to be fun, I, I would say. So, what exactly is that march? I have no idea. I, I know. I look. I know nothing about it. I'm literally just going with Mike to support him. <laughs> like when he told me about it, was the first I've ever heard about it. Yeah, they're actually supposed to be. They're supposed to be in Richmond tonight. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I have oh. no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, You're probably more upon that than I am. Should be fun. We'll see what it's all about. Yeah, it is. Uh, I just want to say, I just want to say, two thousand. Subscriber giveaway. We'll be giving away this Mantis X10 Elite. This is an awesome thing, by the way. If you've never seen it, uh, you should check. You should definitely check them out. You can also do pay uh, super chats or support us on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash John Crump. Everything goes to different causes. Right now, we're doing um, raising money for a nine-year-old with brain cancer. So yeah. I never keep any of the money myself. I always put it back into other things, as Devin can tell you. Yeah. You got new headphones? He does. Yeah, I had these last time. Uh-huh. They're like, they're skull candy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They were candy. only like 20 bucks. I yeah, was like, yeah, I'll take those. It has some pretty good value, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, Gorillas and Guns wants you to get some videos while you are out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the goal, yeah. Should be awesome. Stop. Oh, Gorillas and Guns, I'm giving this to him. Uh, we, well, we'll see about that. So what do you think about the ATF working with the already talking to the Biden uh, the Biden transition team about uh, pistol braces and 80% lowers? Um, isn't the head of the ATF, like, the layover from the Obama administration anyways? Yeah, both, uh, the assistant and also her too, Regina Lombardo is the head of yeah. the ATF. And, uh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, this is what we expected, right? Yeah, Richard. That's what I would have expected. At least. Yeah, they, they don't like me over there for some reason. Really? Some reason, huh? Uh, I don't know why, man. It's, I'm always nice. They they know who I am, so I think uh, my suppressor should get a should get um, approved after. But 
It doesn't. For some reason, it always takes me longer. Man, I, I've been getting weird friend requests, but never, never mind here. So, with the election that just happened, um, Georgia is going to be very important to gun rights. Okay, let me ask you this first. Are any of these lawsuits going to affect the election? Like, Trump challenging the voter fraud? Uh, I don't know if it's going to help in the presidential election. The Pennsylvania one has tremendous a potential to actually flip the house. Wow. That'd be pretty bad for them, right? Yeah. Uh, So... You got to remember the Gore Bush election wasn't decided until 42 days after the election. Right. It was like, wasn't it like right before the. Well, go ahead. My bad. We're not in uncharted territories here. Yeah. This isn't new. No, no. uh, But our gun rights is um, on the line. Uh, The Republicans have to keep the Senate. I mean, uh, if you, even if you're not Republican, the Republicans have to keep the Senate uh, in Georgia. Um, Kelly Lochner, who is a, a senator down there, which I wasn't too keen on her when she was actually first uh, appointed by Brian Kemp, but it, mm-hmm. she's done, she's done amazing for gun rights and she stood up for gun rights, which she wasn't a, a, like a strong gun candidate at the time, but she turned out to be a strong gun senator. Which is what we need. A lot of times it's the opposite way. Right. They talk a big game, then once they get in there, it's just like, yeah, you know. Right. I've already got what I needed out of you. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Maj is going down to talk about gun rights. I mean, if there's anybody that should do it, obviously it should be him. And yeah. Kevin Dixie's already going to be there, so, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be uh, in Atlanta and then Savannah. That's cool. Are you going to go down there at all? Um, If I can make it, I should be. I'm going to try to. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we, we have, we have a house down there, I think, or getting a house. Who? Uh, my little group uh, known as GOA. So we can go back and forth. That's how important we think it is. Who's all going? Uh, well, bunch, you can tell me later. Bunch of different people. Uh, I know our director of communications and a couple other people are going to be down there permanently until the election's over. Whoa. I mean, it's uh, it's very important. That's how very important it is. Do you hear Andrew Yang was telling people to to temporarily change their address to Georgia to vote? Kind of like election fraud? What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What class did Devin have to cancel this weekend? Uh, That was a a Kevin Dixie class that was going to happen in Virginia. Unfortunately, in Virginia, we've been having torrential downpours. Literally. Underwater. Which kind of sucks. It's a great rain. Underwater now. It got it was the the range got flooded because we're having like record amount of rain, right? So the range is done for now. Then we're gonna dry it out. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Well, it's gonna be going, but yeah, I'm supposed to go shooting uh, this weekend. I don't think I'm gonna shoot. I think I'm just gonna go speak and then leave. Where? Uh, out in uh, New Baltimore. Can I go? If you want. It's, okay, it's on you're going on Saturday. Oh. But you said shooting. 
Yeah, I'm not actually shooting that. Nah, never mind. Yeah, I'm going to go to D.C. That's going to be fun, man. There's, there's supposed to be counter protesters there. Really? I'm not yeah. protesting either side. I'm just going to observe. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's still raining. Yes, yeah. it is. When I shot with Gorilla and Guns, it was raining. Yeah, you grill and guns down um near well the range that you are having the class at is now is near Gorilla and Guns House, uh down in right. Central Virginia. You shot down there with Rhonda Mary, right? Yes, sir. Good friend. Uh, yeah, she's a good. Egg. Go check out her YouTube page. It's really, really good. Yeah, it is. So now so you don't need the ammo anymore, Devin. So. You don't need the ammo anymore? I do not. Sorry. My phone has been blowing up. I meant to text him and tell him that. But yeah. No, sir, I do not. Thank you, though. Because he was definitely going to hook me up with a good ammo price. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. It's so hard to get ammo now, man. I know. The uh, I'm shooting AKs because AK ammo is still cheap. I'm about to buy a shotgun. What type are you getting? Something cheap to throw in the closet, but I need something. This shit is insane. Yeah, I have a. I'm actually gonna restore a shotgun. Um, it's like a 1898 shotgun. I'm gonna restore. Really. Yeah, I gotta get some custom wood parts made because they don't make them anymore. Oh, it's not getting thrown away. I just don't need it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I can email. Yeah, girl. Everyone wants ammo, man. Uh, but you said AK ammo is still on the shelves, right? Yeah, it's still pretty cheap. I, I I ordered a case of it. So I'm going to be shooting uh, a bunch of AK ammo. I actually had one of uh, my anti-gun friends call me and wanted to know if I had any uh, ammunition or handguns I want to sell them because um, they they need a gun. And I'm like... Shotgun. I said, no, shotguns are hard to find right now, man. Are they? Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, oh, you 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 picked the wrong time to go uh to turn from anti-gun to pro-gun. Like the yeah, the wrong time. I wish I would have held on to my uh to my Taurus now, because I could have sold that thing for like three times what it's worth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I got a. I've been building uh, my ARs lately because I have a bunch of extra parts laying around. Um, and I think uh, I think I'm up down to my my final non-used upper. Mm -hmm. But I still I still have tons of stuff to build. Uh, more lowers, but uppers I'm just out of uppers. Oh, but I'm out of barrels. So I'm. You're out of barrels. Yeah. Word. Yeah. So uh, I need to get some more barrels to keep on building. You know. My so, how threatening threatening are or how threatening is this whole ATF and the Biden administration coming after? Uh, AR pistols. Very. Oh shit! It's like that. Yeah, it is that. Hey, uh, Web wants to know if you can give a rundown on Kids of the Kings. Sure, that's pretty easy. Um, go for no, it. No, I have not. So, Kids of the Kings. Um, essentially. We started a outreach program that is focused on the study of complex trauma and CPTSD. Um, and it's basically the 
root cause of a lot of mental illnesses, addiction problems, um, just bad coping mechanisms that um, children and young adults develop growing up in rough areas or like war zones or like refugee zones. There's actually a term now called refugee trauma, which is basically children who grow up in, you know, the Middle East, Africa, some parts of Asia that are just completely war stricken. But um, basically what we're doing is first of all, presenting the information to the children and to the people so that they understand what is going on. And then after that, we have a three-step program that we're developing to do workshops with the kids. One is a history project so that we can give the kids um, just some substance as to where they really come from and just to give them um, a little bit more foundation about themselves, give them a little bit of knowledge of self. And then after that, it's an economical project to teach them about entrepreneurship, uh, just basic economics, how to live in today's world as far as technology and everything goes. Um, and then the third one is an outreach project so that they can understand that reinvesting their own personal time and efforts into their community is the holistic, uh, I guess the holistic solution to, you know, renovating our community, so to speak. And um, that's really what it is. We're just trying to be a guiding light for young men who didn't have the guidance that they probably needed at a younger age or that they're not getting right now and that we can give it to them before they go down a worse path than they already on. But our focus demographic are young men in the inner cities, anywhere from the ages between like 12 to like 21. But yeah, that is probably the best breakdown I can give you about Kids of the Kings. Is there any other programs right now that, uh, that, that help those type of kids? Uh, Aiming for the Truth, founded by Kevin Dixie. That was somewhat my inspiration of starting Kids of the Kings. What's the difference between the two the two programs? There really isn't much. Um, I, I mean, simple well, because we linked up with Walk the Talk America. Ours is really focused on like the study of complex trauma and breaking down each characteristic and how to use a specific healthy tool to address each individual issue. What Kevin Dixie does is more so. I mean, it. I. It's gonna sound very similar. Um, he goes to his neighborhoods, talks to the kids. He does the same thing. Um, ours just is a little bit more focused on the psychology part. That's really it. Other than that, there's really no big difference. Like I said, Katie, Katie's program was the inspiration for Kids of Kings. We just wrapped it up with Walk and Talk America as well. How'd you get involved with Walk to Talk America, by the way? I went to NRAM, the very last NRAM. Um, I was interviewing Mike Sedini about Bursa firearms. And because I was really intrigued on how Bursa had the whole breakdown of like levels of gun owners on their website. So I was talking to him about that. And then we got into Walk the Talk America and he started telling me about it. And um, I just mentioned that I had always wanted to do something as far as outreach and mental health with black kids or like, you know, people from my neighborhoods and stuff. So he was already planning to introduce some sort of plan like this to Maj, but Maj was also running for city council at the time. So he didn't really have the time to uh, really sit down and, and go through it with, um, with Mike at the time. So I basically just stepped in and yeah, I kind of already had the blueprint ready. So it was really a matter of me and Mike uh, exchanging ideas and really ironing it out. And that's what we came up with. So uh, what's the agenda for 2021? Uh, well, since COVID-19 kind of messed up our like big launch, we've been slow rolling out and 
right now I'm basically giving a abbreviated version of the presentation of Kids of Kings at Black Guns Matter classes. So wherever Maj goes, basically I'm kind of like the opening act and I can give people a presentation on complex trauma, CPTSD, and basically the information that leads them to the website for where they can take the mental health screening. There's other, you know, uh, I guess outlets on the website that they can use as well. But yeah, just funneling people to the information and making people aware. How can people like help you out? What do you need? Do you need donations or what do you need? Yeah, more than anything, donations so I can stay on the tour with Maj. Uh, <laughs> that part of it really isn't cheap. And that's really just the goal is to, you know, stay on the tour because he's going to a lot of the same places. And if I can establish, you know, some sort of relationship in these locations, I can just double back on my own and give the full presentations in those locations. So that's kind of the plan. And, then, you know, just being able to work out the presentation in itself work out all the wrinkles, get down speaking in front of a crowd. Cause I'm terrible at that, but yeah. Yeah. Maj is getting the word out. Maj is working with GOA right now on some of those cities, especially in uh, Georgia. Like I said, Georgia. I know be- it was my idea. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, but the door uh, is, oh, it was your idea. I executed on it. <laughs> Hooked it yes. up. But yeah, so in Georgia, Maj is just going down there to uh, try to uh, like give out, you know, talk about gun ownership and the importance of the Second Amendment. Because I think importance of the Second Amendment is lost on a lot of these new gun owners. They not they don't realize how in danger the Second Amendment really is. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I blame conservative media for that. I blame the conservative movement in general for that. It's not enough focus on the Second Amendment in itself. The Second Amendment is looked at as like this radical niche of conservatism. And people don't really understand that like that's the saving grace between us and like actual tyrannical takeovers. And I see us going down a very, very dark path in the next couple of years. Hopefully I'm wrong. I like to be wrong in that regard, but like you said, like it's lost. It's really lost. Even amongst conservatives, like there's a lot of lazy conservatives that just don't care about gun rights. They don't stay up to date on the cases that are going on and yeah, it's uh, just yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, the anti-gunners kind of made it a niche topic with conservatives where it should be um where it should be um not a conservative issue like all sides should respect the second amendment that that's like saying like you know the fourth amendment or the fifth amendment the right you know or or any of those amendments or uh are sure just a conservative uh, issue. What I would say is issue. we let them off, conservatives let anti-gunners off the hook by allowing them to throw the race card too early. Like if the Second Amendment and the big organizations, other than Gun Owners of America, because y'all clearly do it, but like if we were just better with the PR and portraying America in the Second Amendment, to how it actually is in America and not playing to a specific base. I feel like the defense could have been a little bit better and we just didn't do a good enough job. Yeah. We got to go, we got to go into the places where they don't think that we're going to go like the inner cities, the suburbs or whatever. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why I really like Gun Owners of America and why I decided to work with Gun Owners of America is because they are going in, into the inner cities. They are going into the areas where they're not supposed to be, so to speak. Yeah. And they are, they're also I mean, keeping just gun. I think a lot of the problem is uh, there are some gatekeepers that I think 
I don't want to say I don't want to say enjoy the chaos, but I think they kind of monetize a little bit too much off of the whole anti-gun and just inflammatory type of environment. Like they don't really like for it to be like what do they call it? Like the Trump, the Trump effect, how up until like COVID-19 guns prices were like bottomed out, essentially. You get anything off the shelf whenever you wanted. I don't think. What'd you say? The Trump slump. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I think there are a couple people that actually enjoy the fact that we're in the situation that we're in now. That's all I can say. Just watching how certain people have been moving. I'm just like, I don't, I don't like how, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we get off the air. I, I agree, and I think we've had this conversation before with about certain people that uh, we've heard stuff behind the scenes that they are absolutely giddy right now. Right, right. It's like, all right, like if y'all want to get to the point where like you might actually have to use these guns, <laughs> be prepared for that lifestyle. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I hope we never get to that point, but who knows? So do I. I uh, you already know. The people who have already been a part of violence don't really want to go there again. It's not fun. You know what I mean? It's not, but... Yeah. No, it never is, but, it, it, but you know, some certain people don't see it that way. They don't uh, get it. They're, they're they a lot, it's a movie. There's a lot of people in the gun industry that... Are, are just industry. That's it. They're just industry. Yeah. Nothing like, oh man, man, I could go on a serious rant right now. I don't want to piss off a lot of people, but I have a big problem with trainers who don't advocate for the Second Amendment. To me, it feels like you are benefiting off the work that everybody else is attempting to do by preserve the right for you to even do what you're doing. And some people might say that it's, it's bad for, uh, I guess, for their customers that they don't want to be like too political. But if someone's bought a gun, they've already made a political decision in my book. And at that point, you have an obligation to stand up for your gun rights. That's just my take on it. It might be an unpopular opinion, but that's how I feel. I feel like if you have one, you should be speaking up for it. Well, I talked to a vice president of a really big gun company and then i mentioned i was like yeah man we we got to you know what it's like what what is your opinion on like you know all these proposed legislation um about gun legislation and he was like oh i i don't really discuss legislation i don't take a stance on legislation like you, legislation will take a stance on you like, yeah, like that's my problem. <sighs> like that's that's very frustrating. Very frustrating. I was uh, out in Vegas with the GOA guys, and uh, we were talking to an AK manufacturer, not the Army, because those guys are freaking awesome, and also uh, not uh, Rifle Dynamics, because those guys are freaking awesome too. But it was another AK manufacturer, and. Uh, Rifle Dynamics and Lee Armory, do, they do a lot with uh, GOA. They're two of, the, two of the best AK companies out there, along with X-Tech. Um, they're some of the best AK companies. A lot of AK companies do a lot with GOA. But uh, there was a AK company out there that told us, you know, you guys got to learn how to compromise a little bit. So fuck. Like, like you're an AK nah. company. We're protecting your rights to be in business. My bad. I, I know you said don't try not to use the f bombs, but that's that's blasphemous. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're an AK company. These guys don't like you. They want business. And the other company I was talking about, they they make one of their main products is ARs, which you know they don't want to take a stance on legislation. Um, I think there's a lot of people who don't want to like for example uh the honey badger thing q wasn't the only company to get that letter q was the only company to go public with that letter 
there are other companies that want to that got the letter and they want to work cl- more closely with the ATF because they think that they can they can like work it out with the ATF and that's not what the ATF ATF's not they're delusional right like it's an Obama appointee like I don't want to say give up because you know I'm not of that elk but Jesus something's got to happen there, there's ways, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad that we got Amy Coney Barrett through. So, what's the realistic, uh, the realistic chances of them hacking the courts or whatever? Hacking the courts? Oh, packing, yeah. the- packing the courts. Uh, uh, Mansion says that he won't vote for it out of West Virginia, but the thing is, I don't trust them. I think it might be just a play to kind of like diffuse the Georgia thing I think with the amount of political pressure that will be on him that if if we, the pro-gun side, loses two pro-gun seats out of Georgia, then I think the courts will be packed, so we need to at least save one. If we save one through there, then I don't think the courts will be packed, and the legislative legislative filibuster won't be removed. What what they what they probably will do if they win both seats in Georgia, is remove the legislative filibuster. Even though Manson says he won't vote for it, I'm pretty sure he will. Behind the scenes, I'm hearing that he will at least. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, and then after that, they'll pack the court. They'll add three more justices. That's crazy. Four more justices um, to give them a liberal leaning. So, so say it's a pretty damn good chance if if they win. That's why Georgia is so important. That's why every pro gun group needs to focus on Georgia. What's the uh? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Georgia. What's your uh? What's your what's your parlor at? Crumpy. Just crumpy. Yeah, that's everyone's going to parlor. I've been on parlor since like day freaking one, man. I was gonna, t- I, w- I was gonna ask you about that. How do you feel about everybody suddenly jumping on the parlor hype? I was uh, on it like six months ago. I like parlor. So do I. I think once they give you the feature to go live, it'll be a, it'll see a real shift from Twitter. But they gotta get that. I like Minds. Minds is awesome. I'm going to be using Minds a lot more. That's like a Facebook alternative. I know a lot of people go to MeWe, but I like Minds. Minds is freaking awesome. A really cool thing about Minds is when you monetize on Minds, you can monetize your post. So uh, it can become like a Patreon kind of like mixed with Facebook. So you can actually monetize it. And if uh, let's say you post something that's really cool and you're like, yeah, this guy posted something really cool. I'm going to go ahead and give him a tip. And you can tip him in cryptocurrency. Ooh. Which is which is pretty cool. So you can tip with crypto, which is badass. In my case. Once the pro 2A is cool, industry will fall over themselves to support it. I want to agree. I really do, but I feel like they still are just going to play it safe. Well, there's a couple companies out there that don't play it safe. Uh, a few, yes, a few. X Tech, for example, they don't play it safe. X Tech, Phoenix Ammo, uh, yeah, Phoenix Ammo definitely doesn't play safe. Rifle Dynamic, right. uh, Lee Armory doesn't. Um, there, there, there is a few companies. Uh, Liberty Bell Firearms, right? They don't. Uh, and of course, you have like the cues and you have the SB tacticals. Right. But we need, like, you know, Daniel Defense. How about them? <laughs> yeah. Brian would say a lot of gun channels aren't pushing Georgia. And I think that's, uh, honestly, I think that's not cool. I think a lot of gun channels need to be pushing pushing um georgia 
I'm going to be going down to Georgia. That's all to go freaking knock on doors. I'm going to go down to Georgia and knock on doors. Um, because that's how important I think it is. You guys should bring me with you. You want to come? You can come, man. Seriously. I think I would do. Yeah. I arranged two stop Maj's down there. So people who don't think Georgia is important, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. They're just delusional. Yeah. I guess uh, that's, yeah, that's going to be the fight. It's Georgia. Yeah, and, the, and they're pushing. Uh, the anti-gunners are pushing heavily into Georgia. Bloomberg's dumping millions into Georgia. Hopefully he gets the same, he gets the same results that he did when he when he pushed uh, all his millions into Texas to try to turn Texas blue. It kind of failed on him. Now, do you think there was any gain in Texas? Like, do you think the next go around it might actually go blue? Uh, I think they got spanked in Texas pretty bad. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I don't know if they're going to try it again. Uh, they might. But I think... Uh, by them pushing so hard into Texas Bloomberg, I think it actually hurt them because the you know you have the Strahan effect. It brought yeah. like, but Bloomberg is pushing heavily into Georgia. He's dumping tons of money. Andrew Yang is doing stuff. Uh, they're encouraging people to go temporarily get an address in Georgia so they can vote, which is not legal. I thought you had to live there for like a certain amount of time. It's 30 days. But wow. they, they got to be your permanent residence. And by saying, hey, just go live there for 30 days, have a residence center for 30 days. That's not a permanent residence. So that's not legal. Um, but yeah, it's hmm. going to be. Georgia, all roads leads to Georgia. And if 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 you see someone not talking about Georgia, you need to basically call them out and be like, dude, you got to start speaking about how important Georgia is because it is important. I've given to both Purdue uh, and also Lori Lock uh, uh, the Lochner down there. Uh, mm-hmm. Lock, Lock, whatever, I can't say her last name. But I've given to both of them. Um, donations wise, um, I'm, I volunteered to text for both of them. So I'm going to be sending out texts for both of them, doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes because I, I, I care about my gun rights and I can't vote on there, but I can sure as hell do other stuff. Right. So what can people outside of the state of Georgia do that are, that don't have platforms? Like what could the everyday money person money, do? Money, money, you can go volunteer too. Volunteer, just send texts. They have a little program you log on and you send texts. Okay. Yeah, so, so those are the two things that we really, really need, man. It's, it's a, but it's it's expensive because right now, I mean, they're the Dems are dumping tons of money into Georgia. I believe it. You know, why don't we have a money bank like Bloomberg to dump things into that are pro-gun? Uh, uh, that, that, that's, if you listen to G-Webs, G-Webs talk about that a lot. I mean, we just do a real bad job of combating their chess moves. Yeah, yeah. It's not a joke. You would think that was supposed to be the NRA. NRA's, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what the NRA is doing in Georgia, honestly. I'm just concerned about what what we're doing in Georgia, and we are. So they haven't reached out to GOA to work with them in Georgia. NRA? Yes. No, we'll work with anyone, though. Any, any program organization wants to work with us. Right, right, right. No, I'm just saying. There hasn't been any communication between the two about uh, that Because I know yeah, you guys work together on lawsuits, but. We're not really with NRA. Really? No, we'll, we'll do like amicus briefs and stuff. NRA likes to do their own thing. Of course. 
Well, of course. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but they just like doing their own thing. So, I mean, I'm not going to fault them for wanting to do their own thing. Um, but, uh, we have worked with almost every other group, though. Um, right. There's only a couple groups that we haven't worked with. But yeah, it's gonna definitely be uh, interesting. But yeah, yeah, that is a people move to Georgia so they can vote. That is their plan. <laughs> kind of ridiculous, but yeah, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Should be fun. Going down there at least. Is there supposed to be a rally or something? In Georgia? Yeah. There's going to be tons of rallies in Georgia. Like specifically, well, what weekend are you going? I don't know yet. I'll, I'll, you guys honestly, just know you're getting a house down there. Honestly, we're going we're gonna to have people down there all the time. Um, oh, okay. Yo, I'm telling you, you guys need to send me. <laughs> honestly, yeah, if you want to go, man, I can definitely look it up. But honestly, I think we're, I'll, I'll probably be down there a couple times. Yeah. I mean, I, you already know. I'll do whatever. I'm a mercenary for the Second Amendment. <laughs> as long as it's no compromise, I'm with it. Yeah, right now, it looks like... Uh, Kelly Loeffler and uh, and Warnock is are tied. Uh -huh. In Purdue, Purdue has a four point lead over Alsaf. So, so we're looking okay. I, I wouldn't say that it's in the, it's in the margin of error. Mm. And who knows what can happen, man? It's still it's still a ways off. But yeah, all I the devil went down to Georgia, and I'll probably be going down there too. <laughs> the devil being Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> oh man, he's a literal troll. Yeah, so if anyone's down in Georgia or close to Georgia, we really need to have people turn out and vote or go volunteer. You can go to any of the campaign websites and sign up to be their text messages or whatever. You can donate some money if you want. Uh, Georgia is going to be... What Trump's doing right now is a Hail Mary. Um, do I think there was voter fraud? I absolutely 100% think that there was voter fraud. Was there enough to sway the election? Could be. Will he win in court? It's just going to be very, very hard. But, you know, it's it's still possible. One thing, that you, one thing I've learned is not to count out Trump. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think conservatives shot themselves in the foot with Trump. In the first place, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know who I, I want to read Paul. We both did. We both did. I know. I want the guy shooting at pictures of the IRS. <laughs> yeah, I want to read Paul. We didn't get Rand Paul, but it is what it is, man. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. If I don't know, that's I've felt this way for a long time. I don't know who's gonna be who who who's gonna be the next person in line against Trump. What happened to Freitas is freaking ridiculous. Nick Freitas. What happened? Uh, he was winning, and then they found a flash drive with votes on it. And the guy who found the flash drive just happened to be married to someone who works for Freitas's uh, rival, the guy, the the woman that he was running against. They found a flash drive with votes on it. Yes. 
How does that happen? <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. Yeah, but and she happened to be and and his wife just happened to be working for uh Nick Freitas's Nick Freitas's um opponent. Opponent. Wow. So he ended up losing. Yeah, yeah. They found uh, 15,000 votes and he ended up... Here's the thing. Every other count, it was he was winning. Uh, the final votes that they found, it just happened to be 64% uh, uh, against uh, against him, <laughs> and here's the weird thing: it wasn't like sixty four point two percent, sixty four point one percent. They were round numbers. Wow, they were, they were round numbers. They weren't like off. <laughs> it's like what? That's insane. Talking about violating Benford law, that definitely bio violates Benford law and everything else. And there was no challenge on that. I uh, they they are challenging it. Um, like the second they said "whoops," they're like, "It looks like Fred is going to win." Whoops, we found a flash drive with these votes on it. And like less than like ten minutes later, his his opponent's out. Like, I win. I declare victory. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like come to F on, man. Like, are you? I mean, that's not. That's not cool. That's totally like BS. I mean, yeah, he. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, he's not gonna challenge. I just read he's not gonna challenge. Ah, uh, Nick, Nick. So what's next for him? Because he was uh, a good guy. He's still he's still in the Virginia legislature. Okay. But he was not going to challenge for the good of the good of the election, which I think is BS. If there's hanky panky there, I don't think it's good for the election. Hmm. But thank you. If 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 there's some type of like malfeasance or something in there that you you got to challenge. That. I mean, that's just what I think. But you know, I'm not. So a do I. I'm not a politician. I'm not allowed to run for a for for office. You're not allowed to. No, I talked to my wife. I was like, "Hey, I want to run for office. I'll probably not win, but if I want to run for office," and she's like, "No." She's like, oh, but I probably won't win. She's like, you're really not allowed to. Yeah, I, I was like, I probably won't win. And then she's like, she's like, yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> wow. So now, no, they're running for election for me for anything. So. Have you already talked about Shot Show being canceled on here? Uh, no, I haven't really touched it. I don't think I was going anyway. Really? Really? No, so many companies aren't going to be there. Right. That uh, I didn't think it was me worth it. I heard Sig drop two million dollars on their spot, and they're not going. Well, Shot Show was like no one's going. I think everyone got their. Money back. Really? Yeah. And SF canceled Shotcha totally. Yeah. So so no so all the companies who paid for a booth got their money back. Oh okay. So are you guys gonna throw the gunathon then? Same week. Stay I would tuned. if I were you. Stay tuned. Uh, it, it, it's. It's going Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you hear that blackfish uh closed? Yeah, they got blackfish armory. Yeah, they're gonna become a data center. <laughs> Get the of course. Dude, uh, for people that don't know, Devin and I live close to each other, and like every two feet there's a data center. There's more data center per 
per square mile than anywhere else. Literally. Yeah. Got a thought. That's a good question. Uh, we want to do something, and we want to do something since Shot Show is canceled. But with the whole COVID restrictions, we. Fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. F it. Do it. <laughs> well, it's not only us, it's the venues. Uh, even the ranges? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, lot of venues. I mean, they're under restrictions still. Man, we have restrictions. Rules are meant to be broken. Yeah, but you gotta have time <laughs> that's willing to break rules. Um. Well, you know you have Maj. <laughs> He's always down to break some rules. But it's the <laughs> venues, man. For for something like Gunathon, that that's oh, not like a small show. That's a yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm joking. Yeah. That, that was gonna be such a good event. Yeah. It's going to be such a good event, especially for the first year. Oh, man. Yeah, we had a good so lineup. And we had a great lineup of people, speakers. It was a good idea. If I say so myself, it was a good idea. It was. Um, it was a lot of work to organize. I don't think I would organize it again. I would have to pass it off to someone else because it's just Tons of work, man. I never, I never realized how much work that was. Event planning, event planning for an event with 10,000 people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Damn, 10,000. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a... Yeah, it's really funny because I was on the uh, uh, when, when they refunded all the money. Uh -huh. Every time someone got a refund, I got an email that they got a refund. So my email box was like, ding, 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 because they refunded it. And like, like, uh, like, and they, I think they refunded it like 250 at a time. So it was like, ding, ding, 250 emails glaring out, ding, ding, more. That was a pain. Like, hope someone didn't. I don't read them. I just like it. <laughs> Mark all red. I was like, oh, someone really didn't need me because if they did, I didn't get it. Wow. Oh, man. That's crazy. So, yeah, it, it was definitely. It was really interesting, man. Have it on a farm somewhere. Uh, yeah, we, we want to have it. We want to have it in Northern Virginia near DC, and uh, that might be a little issue finding a farm. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right, we can get like Rod, like even like Roger. I don't think there's Range Eighty Two, which I think can support it. Um, but we will see. But it's gonna be cold in January here. Having it outside. Yeah. No. <laughs> Plus, you know, we have the Lobby Day, which I'll be at this year again. How big is Lobby Day supposed to be this year? Uh, I don't know, man. Either way, I'll be there. I think I'm going to sell some shirts there this year. Just hand-to-hand -hand them. You might as well. The only only bad thing is they're gonna restrict guns around the Capitol, like a block around the Capitol. Yeah, I heard about that. So we just go block out and make us around the Capitol again, just to block out. Right. Like, what do you think you're stopping? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how that makes anything safer. Nothing has happened at any protest with a gun in front of the in front of the Capitol. Ever right? Uh, it, it's not. It's not about something happening at a protest. It's about trying to exercise control over right the gun people. It's like a, kind of like an fu to the gun people. You know, like you can't show your guns. We can't control you. At least that's the way I take it. Yeah, I agree. Like last year when they told us we couldn't use the sidewalk. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Sorry. 
What do you mean I can't use the sidewalk? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is really ridiculous. I know they're trying to, like, limit it by saying, oh, COVID restrictions. But yet, you know, there's other protests that they just, like, oh, well, you know, they don't spread. And it's a protest for a reason. Like, it's it's a not a it's a lobby day, um, but it's, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I just think it's interesting how selective COVID nineteen can be. You know, oh, like, as well, far as who I, can gather in large groups and not, and who can't. Yeah, it's like COVID nineteen is is have social awareness, <laughs> right? <laughs> we were in Baltimore and uh, we went out to eat. And the lady was like, yeah, you guys can sit next to each other, but you can't have more than 10 people at a table. But I was like, I thought we couldn't catch it if we were sitting down. And she just stared at me. And I was like, what? Like, isn't that the whole, the whole thing? Like, if we're sitting down, we can't catch it. That's why we don't have to wear the mask. And she just gave me the worst look. I was like, sorry. But yeah. yeah. I know Biden's talking about doing a six-week lockdown. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Is he going to be paying my bills for that month and a half? I don't know, man. Because if not... Well, you, you would be essential, I think. Probably. And you probably have a lot more work. <laughs> yeah, I really would. Yeah. Um, it... it, it just... It it will definitely it's definitely interesting. Um, I thought it was funny that Marvin Richardson and Regina Lombardo was sitting next to each other in a meeting with no mask on. Really? And they're the two ATF heads, like inches apart. And I took a I took a I posted the picture of that, and I don't think uh -huh. they liked it too much because they weren't actually supposed to have any cameras in the room, and someone leaked the picture to me of it. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, man. Uh, where can people get you a shirt? Um, I can type it in. Yeah, type um, it but in. it's a it's ar arlife2018.com, and it's a whole Trenchwork Chronicles line. It's just t-shirts and hoodies right now, but I should be dropping some new um, some new designs pretty soon AR life 2018.com I also want to put out uh, if you guys want to want to check out kids the kings it's www.wtta.org slash kids dash two dash kings yes please I you need know, all the support we can get. The first presentation in Baltimore was really, really, re uh, it was received very well um, by the crowd, which really, really uh, gave me some comfort as far as what I'm actually doing. And the only thing I kept hearing is that it's information that a lot of people don't hear and it can help a lot of people. So I think we're on the right track to something. So. I just want to keep doing it as yep. much as possible. I put the uh, put the link in the private chat. Can you post that in the other one? Uh, yeah. Oh, you're probably not at that. Um, I also uh, made a banner for it. Oh, okay. Cool. Thank you. So I will put it out there in the comments as well here. Oops. There you go. Um, also, I just want to remind everyone the Mandalorian auction is still going on and awesome. Uh, on Facebook, it blocked me. I tried to post it to the, to, I, I post cross posted it to all the different locations and Facebook said that we're not, we're not allowing that link. AR life. Of course not. Racist. Tell Zuckerberg he's racist. That's a black-owned company that supports a black podcast. Yeah. 
Um, I just want to remind everyone that they can still they still have time to go bid on the Mandalorian uh, themed rifle here. All proceeds go to my niece right now. It's up to two thousand dollars if you go to Crumpy.com and and it is a uh, pretty badass, dude. It actually says there's all the different things. It actually says this is the way in Mandalorian. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yeah. Little little bullpup. So yeah, if you go to that uh, right there, um, uh, remember you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash John Crump. Go to crumpy.com for all my links. My niece has a GoFundMe at crumpy.com GFM. Buy my book at crumpy.com giant. $25, I will sign it. Uh, $5 will get you a Crumpy Militia patch. I think G-Webs have the Crumpy Militia patch. Um, and, uh, yeah, doing in the spring, that is probably when it's going to happen, by the way. I don't know. So. Um, I want to go ahead and thank Devin for being on the show. I will be back next week uh we have people like the rogue banshee coming on and multiple people we're gonna have a full week next week and uh i want to give devin the final last word and i'll put your banner up uh to two kids the kings as you give the last word Devin. um yeah just i love all the support go buy his t-shirt um i mean i feel like it represents the 2a pretty well we don't negotiate with tyrants. Pretty sure everybody can agree with that. Um, but yeah, other than that, donate to Kids of Kings, man. If we can stay on this tour and continue to give out this presentation and keep gaining support from the people that we're trying to get the information to, man, that's that's really all we're trying to do. Um, you definitely will see where the donations go. So support us there as much as possible. And how can people um, listen to your podcast? Uh, blog talk radio. If you go to my Instagram page, Trunchable Chronicles, it's in the bio. Uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Trenchwork Chronicles. You can just Google Trenchwork Chronicles and it'll pop up. It's a good show, but it's yeah. a very good show. Uh, you gotta have the like the guy you had on your first show come back on and do an interview with you guys sometime. <laughs> the first, the very first the person that you interviewed on the show, you need to have that guy back. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's a cool dude. <laughs> he's hard for, to get in touch with, though. You know, for all those that don't know that, busy. Yeah, dude, I'm so freaking busy. Yeah, I'm. I'm just doing some stuff. Um, it's like locked, locked, unloaded. Latinos, like, dude, what don't you do? Like, right. Do hey, that's, that's what we do at Black Swan. We stay busy doing something. We're always doing something. Whether yeah. it's Kids the Kings, whether it's my show, whether it's your show, whether it's Gun Owners of America stuff, we are always doing something. Oh, and by the way, uh, talking about Black Swan uh, and the whole Black Swan Media Group family, uh, Black Swan Media Group alumni just got a job at Ameland. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Donovan. Shout out to Donovan Mullen. Go check his stuff out over there, man. Um, you, I hired him, which is yeah. awesome. Freddie said, go find me another writer. I said, all right. I got it. I was like, Donovan, you want to write? Like, right, or what? I was like, you want to write for Ameland? He's like, uh, yeah. Uh, are you going to set me up with the interview? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, when? He said, do you want to write? He goes, yeah, I want to write. I was like, interview over. <laughs> You're hired. Hey. <laughs> He's like, what? Cool. I was like, dude, it's like, dude, you used to write for me on uh, Liberty Report. Uh, you know, I don't need right. interview. I know, right. I know you're writing, and I know how you write. Uh, and I know that you are. I literally have your resume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's writing for Amelin now. Go check out his stuff over Amelin. Check my stuff out, too. All right, man. Uh, anything else you want to say before you get out of here? No, that's it. Kids the Kings, Kids the Kings, Kids the Kings. <laughs> Supporters here. That's a it. A man, you come in late all the time. I gotta have A and A on my show. He won't do my show. God damn it, A and A. 
Hit me up. You're going to do my show next week. I'll see you guys later. And on the count of three, I'm going to drop the outro. One, two, three. See you.